0: Welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White and today we're talking about to outline or not to outline. Now I've heard the term pantser before and I have used that term. That is someone who does not outline. They just write when inspiration comes. They call it writing by the seam of their pants. But for those of us that do outline, we're considered plotters. We're considered those that lay out everything in specific details from characters to the plots, the settings world building and we do most of our work on the forefront so by the time we write our manuscript there's not a lot of confusion in terms of scenes we know exactly what's happening in our story we know where the story is going at all times so that we don't get hung up in our writing process so which way is best I have heard people say a little bit of both is fine but I think at the end of the day it's up to you if you are a pantser and that works for you then go for it i used to do that for years but i have to say for me i really wasn't as productive when i did that because i would find myself not writing every day because i felt okay i have to wait until i'm inspired but some people write a little bit every day without necessarily having an outline they just say okay i have to write so many words for this day i have to write so many words for this chapter and then they move on to something else until they come back to their manuscript But I want to give some tips for those that do outlines. So I don't know what all you have in place right now. There are plenty of resources out there to help you with your outlines. Whether it's a writer's guide or if you're just doing a simple Google search on the internet. But I will be referring to M. Whaling's writer's guide on how to outline your novel. There's also a video by Kim Chance if you want to check her out on YouTube. She's a young adult author. She has a video on how to outline your novel if you want to look into that. And I'm also going to be referencing One Stop for writers.com so this may be broken up into two segments again but with k m Waling's book she has different types different types of outlines set up one is called the mind map where mind maps are particularly valuable in looking at problems spatially instead of Literally, by writing the central theme or the event at the center of your paper and you surrounding it with clusters of related subjects and those subjects with related subjects of their own you can create an exhaustive list of possibilities for your story and she says don't censor yourself so basically you're putting your central idea in the middle so I'm assuming that you're writing this down on paper you're not typing it out if you want to type it out and you have a way of making a table or you have a way of doing it on your computer go for it but just writing down your central idea and then surrounding it with the supporting subjects that will be a part of or that will be because of that central idea. There's a pictorial outline. If you're a visual learner, you may find it useful to create folders of pictures related to your story, cast your characters, scout likely settings, and collect pertinent props. By associating pictures with particular scenes, you not only give yourself extra details with which to flesh out the scene, you can also help yourself spot plot holes or inconsistencies. And then she gives an example of what she did with her book Dreamlander and how she picked out pictures that were story related. And this practice helped her become more useful. And plus it was fun. Now I personally got into Pinterest. I saw one author use Pinterest and I have heard some authors say that they used uh, Pinterest before. So what I did with my current manuscript that's in the making right now. I decided to use Pinterest, so I would type in what I was looking for. I, for example, with it being in the Christmas um, theme, I typed in "small town Christmas," not the movie from Hallmark, but just the idea of a small town, how it how it would look for Christmas. And I saw pictures of the streets, like the main street being decorated. I saw uh the big christmas tree where the town would gather for the christmas tree lighting ceremony i saw mom and pop restaurants and businesses that you would see in a smaller town so i had never done that before so it really did give me a clear visual of what maybe I would want my fictional town to look like so and not only that I created profiles now um for mine I just did my main characters I did my leading lady and my leading man so I typed in pictures in terms of what my character style is if my character let's say she's not quite high maintenance but she just likes to dress up I typed in like snappy outfits or cute casual outfits and i go, like okay this is what she would wear or I typed in hair color like her hair color her hair length like medium length hair for chocolate brown hair and I saw pictures depicting that so it gave it gave me a visual in terms of okay this is what she looks like this is or or her favorite foods let's say she's a big fan of microwave popcorn maybe that's one of her quirks she she won't eat popcorn unless it's from the microwave As opposed to someone who likes to cook it over the stove. I personally like to cook it over the stove. Sidebar there. But, you know, what is something that your character likes? For my leading man, I looked at his profession. I typed in his profession and... I got some pictures based off of what he does for a living i typed in quotes um maybe i thought that were relatable to him so pinterest can help if you don't necessarily want to cut out pictures from magazines or whatever way you do it is fine another way that she suggests is a map fantasy authors have long before been known for their penchant for drawing elaborate maps of their story worlds often these maps are strictly utilitarian and that they allow writers to keep track of various geographical features of our worlds so that's another way to do it you can map it out in terms if you're creating a world for your fantasy world and you're trying to build around that your general idea perfect review that's the ones listed there but she just gives some examples and you of course you can look at her guide how to outline your novel or outlining your novel make your map your way to success but everybody has their opinion on this so I know for me I've been wanting to get better at plotting because I've told you guys before I'll say it again I've gotten confused way too many times so her guide is there for you all you can look it up on Amazon should you choose to do so and she does take you into more specific chapters like crafting your outline. She also has quotes in here from other authors who do have outlines or who give their advice on it. There's a chapter on general sketches, there's a chapter on character sketches and discovering your setting, the extended outline to where it creates your story, the abbreviated outline, and then of course uh concluding your outline, but she does begin your the chat well, she does begin her book rather with should you outline? So that's a question we all can ask ourselves and determine if it's the best way for us so we'll take a quick break and then when we come back we'll talk about one stop for writers and how I've been using that to help with my outlining process so we'll be right back welcome back this is part two of to outline or not to outline now again this is all up to you you are the writer so if you're a pantser and you're good at it and it works for you and you get your manuscript done in the time that you need to finish it go ahead if you're a plotter this may be more towards your style so as i've said before i have been getting into one Stop for writers.com now some people i have heard that some authors when they get the idea for a story they go with the they start outlining with the plot first I like think get the general story in mind and then they move to their characters like I said I've been kind of going back to the drawing board with it so honestly I probably well yeah I guess I would kind of do the same thing I just wasn't as detailed with it as I'm trying to be right now but I do start with an idea and then I do go to my characters so in terms of outlining my characters One Stop for Writers has the character building profile. So after you uh, save the project that you're working on, you name your manuscript as the project, you can have different things saved within that project like your character building profile, a seed map, Your story map and your timeline so so far i have the character profiles for both my main characters my leading lady and my leading man i have a scene map the formal and the informal now the formal one goes more into the outer and inner motivations whereas the informal just lists more of the flaws the fears the challenges and the crisis that your character may be facing in a particular scene So I'm kind of bouncing back and forth between those two to see which one I like the best. So far I've been working with the formal one, but I may end up going with the informal one. It's a little less specific and I don't want to overwhelm myself too much. Even though I'm trying to be as detailed as possible, I don't want to overdo it and I end up not doing anything at all. and am pantsing again. And then the story map. I personally love the story map because with the story map you can type in your setup your opportunity, the new situation, or your, um, not quite the inciting incident, but it's getting close to it. The change of plans would be your inciting incident. You could type in what happens there, the progress of your story. So the meat of your story, what happens in between the comp, no point of no return. That's the next one. And then complications, the higher stakes, major setback, the final push, the climax, and then the aftermath. So once you type all those things in, I've said to this I've said this to you guys before it's all lined up for you in stage one stage two stage three stage four all the way up to six and then it's broken down also into act one act two and act three so all of these points that you just heard from the setup all the way to the aftermath you can type in what goes on to map out your story so Again, if you want to check that out on onestopforwriters.com, you can because I love how that is visually available to you to where you can see what's actually happening in your story. Now, that's just the overall look for it. If you want to get more specific in terms of your scenes with your chapters, that's where the scene maps come in. And like I said, there's the formal way and there's the informal way. The informal way just includes the primary emotion so what is going on with your character in that particular scene and what emotion are you portraying is it denial is it acceptance is it anxiety is it concern is it eagerness you pick the emotion that is going to be primarily um, seen with your character And then next would be the emotional state of your character. What is causing this emotion? How might the character display feelings using point of views through their thoughts, through their body language, through visceral sensations and dialogue? Crisis and opportunity, you write something in there. What crisis, challenge, or opportunity arises that offers the character a chance to change his situation? next would be the goals what's at stake what does your character want to achieve in this scene and what's at stake if he fails then flaws skills and strengths in this scene does the character's flaws and fears cause trouble in some way or even prevent him from reaching out his current goal or do his skills and strengths help him to get what he wants and if so how so that's the informal way if it's the formal way like i said it's going to mention the outer motivation and the inner motivation outer motivation being the goal and the inner motivation being the why the why is your character doing this so for the formal way again outer motivation what is your character's goal in the scene inner motivation what does he want to achieve in this goal the outer conflict what force or person is keeping him from achieving his goal in this scene the inner conflict which of the character's fears and flaws are getting in the character's way as he tries to achieve this goals as he tries to achieve this goal in this scene how do they reflect his abilities performance emotions choices and or actions and there's a note here if your character has achieved inner growth by mastering his fears and flaws inner conflict may not be present and then you will list the primary emotion at the end so in the informal one you list the primary emotion first in this one your primary emotion is listed close to the end here and then the emotional state once more what is causing this emotion how's that how's your character displaying this emotion whether it's through body language Uh, point of view thoughts dialogue like we mentioned the last time and then what's at stake what happens if the character fails to achieve this goal in this particular scene so it does sound involved but by you answering all those questions you know exactly what's happening as you're writing out your chapter there's no confusion there's no second guessing now can it change yes you know your story can change over time as you're writing it an outline in my opinion doesn't mean that that makes your manuscript set in stone and nothing can change there have been plenty of times where I have been writing something and while I did outline it wasn't as detailed as this but there have been times where I did write a story that I tried to outline before and something changed close to if I wrote all the way up to chapter 15 and something changed in 16 because I thought it was a better fit I thought okay it may be going this way I thought it was going to be one way but it turns out it's going to be a different way then go with it sometimes the story can take a life of its own and you may have something in mind the beginning but it may change as you're writing it so all of this is just tips suggestions again if it's already working for you The process that you have right now stick with it you know please sift because all of us write differently all of us see things differently some of us are more visual some of us are more analytical and we have to write notes and go step by step while some of us you know we could just go with the flow as we're inspired so I hope all this was helpful for you on today and again if you wrote a book It is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. So I'll talk to you guys later. God bless. Bye bye.